This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Freelance Friday podcast. We are here today at Social Media Marketing World 2024. I'm going to be speaking tomorrow, but we're going to see if we can snag some friends, some partners, some attendees, and see how the conference is going for them so far this year. So let's get to it. Tell us, who are you and what do you do? Oh my gosh, the question (laughs) of the day after the 50th time. Uh, I'm Valeria. I am a social media manager as well as a UGC creator. So we're here at Social Media Marketing World 2024. Tell me what social media marketing trend or, you know, format or practice you're most excited for this year. Ooh, it's funny that I'm speaking to you. I'm like, I wanted to delve into like long form. Uh, Short form is great. I love it. Um, But I have, I feel like I have a lot in my mind and brain. I can just ramble on. So it's hard to get it into like 60 seconds or less. So utilizing long form and then uh, Opus is here. So I just saw the chat with uh, AI, 50 different types of AI tools that you can use in your social media marketing. So definitely leveraging that to yeah. To use in social media. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm Aniston. I am the US manager, marketing manager at Metricool. Um, and I also do a little bit of SEO and copywriting. Amazing. Tell me about, we're here at Social Media Marketing World. Tell me what social media marketing trend you're most excited for in 2024. Ooh. No I pressure. think the transition back to long form content. Um, is most exciting, especially for copywriters who, you know, spend a lot of time um, in their content. And I hope that, um, you know, that means more people will read yeah. articles again. <laughs> yeah. So are you, for Metrical, are you like writing articles, blogs? You guys came out with an amazing study, a few amazing studies, right? So tell us a little bit about like how you guys are investing in SEO. Yeah. So we definitely, you know, want to promote our tool but also give education for marketing, social media, and then obviously the analytics of what's happening in the networks. Um, So I think that's been really important of providing our audience with the resources and the education um, behind, you know, the marketing and the social media. So we don't just give them a tool and they don't really understand it. Um, So, yeah. Um, Ashley Baker and I have a social media management business called Lavishly Social and I'm based in Canada. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, we've known each other a little bit on social media for a few years now probably. Yeah, so it's totally. so good, cool to meet in person. Yeah, it's amazing. 
tell me um, what is like a social media trend or format or platform? Just what are you excited about in the world of social media marketing right now? Um, I think reels. I really, really love to create reels. I kind of go through like creative stages where I'm just like, okay, like I want to just, uh, I'll just batch create when I'm just feeling the vibe. And I like to do funny ones, lip syncing and um, kind of like throw that in between. Um, I know B-roll content is like amazing right now and it's doing really well. So it's just kind of like having that balance between the two. Yeah, yeah. I love it. You're good at them. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. What have been some big takeaways for you? I know we're still kind of early yeah. in day one, but anything like really stand out to you from the talks you've been to so far? Um, it's been more the talks outside of the actual events. I think that's the connections that we are building here. Um, chatting with people. There's so much um, to take in. It's really overwhelming. Um, if you have like, I don't know, the all access pass, I don't have my thing on right now, but you can always rewatch them later yep. is the connections in the, in the, the people connection that you can't have on yep. demand. So there's that and yep. learning from people's stories. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know you guys are a sponsor, so you've been probably on the exhibitor floor a lot, but have you been able to catch any of the sessions so far? Yeah, I went to Jessica Stanberry's this morning for YouTube thumbnails, which was amazing. Um, we also do, you know, a lot of YouTube content for our channel, and it was really, really nice to hear her tips, um, and she's hilarious. So, yeah, I, I'm excited to go to more and yours tomorrow as well. Amazing. <laughs> Have you had any big, like, aha moments from social media marketing world or any big takeaways? Yeah, I feel like um, we've been kind of just going to the like speakers where it's just like more our niche and just kind of like seeing other creators' perspectives as to like where they where they come from, right? Because they've been doing it for so long and they have huge followings and all this. So it's just like, okay, like I can do that too. And it's just them kind of breaking it down and they're like just normal people like us. And so they're just, you know, everything's always changing. So yeah. we're all kind of learning together. But yeah, I just mean, knowing that that's in the back of my head. Yeah. Yeah. It's so helpful to be around people that get you. You totally. Know. Yeah, exactly. So day one themes that I've heard over and over again are long form content. A lot of people are wanting to take the life of their short form videos and extend that, which is actually what I'm talking about today in my session, which is all about the video marketing flywheel using short form and long form videos together to really like you know, tell your story, get more conversions, more leads, all the things. So I'm really looking forward to that talk. And another theme that I heard a lot of yesterday was AI, which we're going to touch on that a little bit in my session as well. In the session, I talk about some different tools that you can use to make sort of the repurposing process easier. A couple of my favorites are Cast Magic, which is great for podcasts. That's kind of how I started using it. But I also share in my presentation how you can take your short form videos like a TikTok and help expand the life of it by getting LinkedIn posts, newsletters, copy, um, a transcript that you could turn into a blog, a bunch of different things like that. I also talk about Munch, which I've talked about here on the podcast before which enables you to do the opposite. So take a long form video and make it short form. So that's my talk today. Those are some of the trends from day one. I'll come back for an update after the session and let you know what else I've learned. Well, I have a few questions. Don't you, do you mind me asking a few questions? Go for it. All right, and you've talked about a lot of things already, but I'm curious, what are some of the common problems that you're thinking remote 
Everybody who comes through and talks with you has these one, two, or three things that they're all doing. They could all do better. What do you find? Well, I think focus. Okay. Again, I think this is where I say focus on two key platforms. You can repurpose to the rest of them. Yeah. You know, you can. I'm building my TikTok just by repurposing shorts and, and podcast clips. Yeah. You don't need to do all the things, especially if you're a very small team. And I'm back with some notes. All right, so I already told you that AI was a big trend at Social Media Marketing World. No surprise there, right? There was a session called 50 AI Tools or something like that that you can use with your marketing, which is wild. I didn't even know that many AI tools existed. Now, with that said, while I also heard a lot of excitement about AI and a lot of tools mentioned and things like that, I also heard a lot more hesitancy or you know, smart questions about AI that I think I heard last year at this time, which is interesting. And you all know that I've got questions for sure. When it comes to generative AI, super generative AI, like let's create poof, something out of nothing or the potential for, you know, issues, scams, things like that. A lot of people did have questions, both I heard about it in sessions, but also just talking to other creators personally. So I think that's good. I think the kind of novelty of AI, I don't want to say it's worn off, but people are thinking a little bit more strategically and saying like, what does this all mean? And how can we really use this ethically and in a meaningful way? So that's a good thing, if you ask me. Second big trend I also talked about a little bit, but long form content. A lot of people that I talked to said that they were looking forward to this, that they had this, you know, on their list as something that they know, knew they needed to do. Uh, Kenya Kelly, she is a TikTok uh, educator. She is fantastic. Also, I got to meet her and she is wonderful, side note, but she taught a, a session all about converting TikTok followers over to an email list. And so this idea of either long form content or just email funnels or whatever that is, I think people are, are again, kind of understanding, all right, we had this novelty of short form content at this time last year. We were all so excited by it, but what does it all mean? How do we actually make it all work together to, you know, impact our businesses bottom line? And I think people are really thinking about that. That's what my session was all about as well. I'll give you kind of like the long story short of it. So it was about using short form content and long form content content together. And my theory on it is that short form content is good for a couple of things. One, it's good for attracting people, getting people's attention, getting eyeballs on your name, on your accounts and all that. It's also good for those quick kind of impulse, low ticket purchases. So if I've got a $10 book that you can buy on Amazon, yeah, I mean, I know so many friends, so many author friends who are absolutely crushing it on BookTok because it's just so easy. It's so low ticket. It's kind of a no brainer product. Same thing. I have a lot of friends who do UGC for TikTok for cosmetics brands, things that are, you know, under $50, they fly off the shelves on those platforms. However, for something like coaching or consulting or a marketing agency or online education or even a podcast, you know, like listening to somebody's advice week after week, that relationship is really built via long form content in most cases. I'm not saying you can never build it through TikTok or Instagram or something, but I really think nothing compares to the relationship that's built on a longer form platform, ideally a longer form video platform like YouTube. And I think a lot of short form creators are starting to realize this 
and and creators overall are kind of realizing that we've got to be able to make the two work together because while YouTube is great for relationship building, it's not necessarily as good as TikTok or Instagram Reels or YouTube Shorts even at attracting a new audience for me. So I've got to be able to repurpose this content, create new content for those other platforms and kind of make it all work together and get people to join my flywheel, which was what my session was all about. Okay, LinkedIn was another big trend. I heard about LinkedIn so much over the course of the three days of the conference. Michelle J. Raymond, she taught a class on LinkedIn. I think there was one other session on LinkedIn that I wasn't able to catch, but we were actually talking at the speaker party about it as well. And I was just telling her, I was like, I think LinkedIn is really having a moment right now. It's where I have gotten most of my leads already this year. And I teach freelancers and I'm always trying to encourage them to scoot over to LinkedIn. And, you know, one of the things that I think people are hesitant about, why they're hesitant to get on LinkedIn is because of this kind of stigma of LinkedIn, or let me rephrase. I think I hear from a lot of people that I'm afraid to get on LinkedIn. It intimidates me. I don't know what to say. I don't want to sound stupid. And I think that going deeper is because of the stigma of LinkedIn, that it's like very like sales bro, or that it's just very polished and professional. You know, most of us get on LinkedIn to upload our resume and apply for you know, traditional jobs. So it's kind of like, how do I build a personal brand on LinkedIn? It can be challenging, but I actually don't really think it is. And Michelle's session talked about this, the features that you should be using and how to find your voice and all of that. But that's my answer is be yourself, you know, be yourself. You do not need to pretend to be somebody that you're not. I actually really want to do a LinkedIn workshop for freelancers specifically. I've been wanting to teach this just because I'm really passionate about it. And I just see so much opportunity on LinkedIn right now. And I see a lot of people focusing on platforms where there isn't a lot of opportunity or where it's really hard to get your content seen. Okay. The next trend I saw a lot of, not really a trend, but just topic that was being talked about a lot, which I'm really happy about is analytics and data. There was a GA4, Google Analytics 4 presentation. There was a meta ads data session. I think there was one for LinkedIn ads as well. I don't think I caught that one. But also just the sponsors that were on the floor, it was interesting because a lot of them had a data element and were really, you know, leading with that data element as well. My favorite and longtime sponsor of the Freelance Friday podcast, Metricool, was there. They have amazing data and analytics in their tool. But there were other tools that were on the floor, too, that really focused on analytics and spreadsheets and reports. And I love to see that because, you know, social media is great, at looking pretty, looking nice, all that stuff. But it really means nothing if you don't have the data to support your decisions. And I'm a creative through and through, but data really is how I make my decisions at the end of the day. So I'm happy to see that this is being encouraged and that people were attending and were excited about it because, you know, this is how we prove ourselves. This is how we prove ROI of our services. When your client asks you, hey, why am I paying you $3,000, $4,000 a month to run my social? Well, if you can go into GA4 and show them, well, it looks like 90% of your leads are coming from Instagram, which I manage and your product is $1,000. So you know what I mean? Like you're able to really tell that story and you're also able to make decisions. It is a noisy and confusing world out there. Long form, short form, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Like how do you know which platforms to really focus on, especially if you're a small team. And my answer is data. I can look at my GA and see 
yeah, most of my leads are coming from YouTube. And by most, I mean like 90%. So if I need to choose between TikTok and YouTube of how I'm going to spend my time, you already know the answer to that one. And the last trend that I want to talk about was more of just the conversations that I was having with other speakers and with some of the brands. I see this trend for long-term partnerships popping up, which I am very, very excited about. So in the creator world, you know, you can get a sponsorship and do an ad read for a brand and it's one and done. You get paid for it. Boom, boom, boom. And those are great. But I have never really been that into it for a couple of reasons. I've never been into one-off partnerships. One, because it takes a lot of work for me to learn a tool or a product and really be able to speak to it authentically and fall in love with it because I only talk about things I actually love. It also sometimes just isn't that effective. And I don't want to do something and feel weird and guilty if I know something didn't perform super well for a brand because I only talked about it once ever and then it was like they were expecting to get a thousand sales from it. We know as marketers that products or services, you know, we need to talk about them multiple times before an audience starts to take action on them. Sometimes as many as like eight times before people, you know, take action. So a long-term partnership, in my opinion, just makes more sense for everybody involved. So yeah, I was excited to hear both brands and creators talking about that and understanding the value of those long-term partners. And huge shout out to my long-term podcast sponsor, Metricool, who I mentioned was there. They're amazing. It's always such a great opportunity to see them in person. So those are the trends that I saw at Social Media Marketing World 2024. Let me know what you think is coming up in the world of social. Let me know what you're excited about in the world of social for the year. And let me know if you have any questions about any of this stuff as well. Thanks for being here. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye.